Everybody in the world to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around God's beautiful blue-green orb that we call Planet Earth. <laughs> I am Michael Dupree, and it is February third, the the month of love, baby. It's time for smooches. It's time for uh, touching each other. Uh, it's time for. Kisses. Rubbin. Rubbin, tugging. Yes. Rubbins and tuggins. Chugging. <laughs> no chugging. Sucking. That's March. March is the month of chugging. <laughs> but yes, February is also the month of sucking. <laughs> yes. For all curious, all wondering. Uh, if you've never listened to the Michael the Free Variety Hour before, it is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, artists, sculptors, directors, writers. I said sculptors again, but it still ain't true. Although, I think I may have a lead on a sculptor. Uh, That's good. Someone's reached out. But, you know, you know, they always reach out, right? They always say, oh, I know someone. Uh, I Oh, I can get you a sculptor. Uh, I, I know a sculptor. I got a buddy of mine who does who does marble sculpture. Uh, like an old Greek god. Uh, I'll, I'll get you guys in touch. Nope. Never happens. Uh, hey, hey, I, I got a, a cousin of mine who does wood sculpture and pottery. Nope. Never happens. So you know what? Unless you are you got the number in your hand and a, an appointment ready for me, uh, keep it to yourself. <laughs> How about that? No sculpture. It is also the world's only mandatory podcast, so welcome back, everybody in the world, <laughs> to the Michael the Pre Variety Hour. Oh boy, do we have a good show for you guys today. Uh, later on, we will have a very fun guest, very exciting guest, and it's a big secret, so, <laughs> so don't, don't ask. I won't tell you. <laughs> but right now, we are joined by a very fun, very talented very uh, attractive group of men. <laughs> hey, hey, I had to, I had to make sure I had to verify. <laughs> <laughs> Two of us look essentially the same. So uh, yeah, it's very. I, when he when uh, Brent walked in at first, I thought it was Nate at first. I yeah. was like, wait a minute, that's not quite Nate. <laughs> it's so that we can switch roles whenever we need to. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Uh, but they are the rock band. They are Nate, Jay, Brent, and Connor of the rock band Try and Care Again. Oh yeah, welcome. Yes sir. Yes sir. Hi, guys. How are you all doing today on the count of three at the same exact time? Three, two, one. Yep. Fantastic. Excellent. Great. You guys were not in sync. But it was was more uh, coherent than when we usually do that in the past. So (laughs) congratulations on that. Uh, So let's go around the table, uh, say who you are, what you do in the band, and if a runaway trolley barreling its way down the trolley tracks at a certain point on the and at a certain point on the tracks, there are five people tied to the tracks, and you're standing next to a lever that will divert the trolley to a different set of tracks. But there's a large hungry Howie Supreme Pizza on the track on the other pit set of tracks. What do you do? Let's start with this side of the table. <laughs> I'm Nate. I'm uh, the uh, the vocalist, and that's it. That's all I do. Nice. Um, I mean, you probably save the people. You know, you can still eat the pizza after okay. it's been run so over. So you don't, so. you don't pull the lever, right? Uh, to divert the track to. Oh no, you do pull the lever. You pull the lever to run it, over the run the, the large pizza. hungry Howie Supreme pizza. Then you got thin crust. So then you're all good. You know. But nice then, do you think those people will be mad that they don't have a pizza to share with you? They could be. You know, they might be mad, but they won't be dead. Yeah, know? I guess that's fair. So that's always good. <laughs> Next up, we have. I'm Jay. I uh, play guitar. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I would, um, I'd walk away. I'd wash my hands from the situation. Oh. I'd act like I didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> so while people would re- the it would result in death, you would also not be responsible not for mine. the death. No, didn't of know them. The supreme pizza, <laughs> the hungry Howie's large supreme pizza. All right, all right. There's another way to approach it. Uh, next up, we have. Uh, my name is Brent, and I play bass. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would definitely pull the lever. Run over the pizza and then just buy everybody a five dollar hot and ready. Oh, that would be my plan. So, are you saying that uh, 
a $5 hot and ready from Little Caesars is a better pizza than a large no, spring I'm pizza from Hungry Howie's? <laughs> I don't have enough money to buy the Hungry Howie's pizza, but I can buy a $5 hot it's, and ready. It seems like reparations for murdering a large supreme pizza from Hungry Howie's would mm-hmm. r- require the purchase and subsequent uh, feeding of a pizza that is of equal or better quality. So I have to go to Green Lantern? Is That's that, up to you, man. Yeah. That is up to you, man. I, I Look, you already gave your answer. You're in the doghouse now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and last and not, not least, guys, I know how you look at him. <laughs> we have. I'm the youngest one. I'm Connor. <laughs> Connor. I play drums and I question myself a lot. Yeah. And if I was on the lever situation, I would also save the people. Uh-huh. Kill the pizza. Because people not pizza, but I would <laughs> I would convince the people to buy me a pizza for saving they sorry asses. Now that's uh-huh. a good point. Now that's a good point. And now. then uh, we would also go somewhere besides Howie's because I don't want to give them the plug. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, it, well, the correct answer was to save the pizza. So Jay, oh, mm. you are the only uh, ethically Damn. correct person here. Thank you. <laughs> I read ahead. <laughs> I am for pizza, not people. And I don't even eat pizza that much anymore. I just know that's the right thing to do. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about how this little group got together. Uh, so when, when did uh, this uh, formation begin? And how did it begin? Yeah. Um, you know, birth, we were all born at some yes. point. Ooh. Um, what was that like? Conceived and then born. I remember the whole process, so that's uncomfortable yeah. to think about. You remember seeing the light yeah. coming through, crying, I, getting I remember, your butt spanked. Uh, conception, and that was a weird thing, you know. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, odd thing to remember. Yeah. So You go way back. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, uh, me and Jay went to high school together and uh, started playing some music back then. And then uh, had a band called The Hand in the Ocean, which we did for a number of years. During that, I actually met, I think, both of them. Connor used to listen to us, and uh, we knew uh, one of his buddies' brother from Ferris, which we're, we went to college uh, for a year before dropping out. <laughs> and uh, then Brent, we met through uh, through the through the the community, and he started helping us out with the Hand the Ocean. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after the Hand the Ocean dropped, um, we started a band with Brent and one of his buddies from their band Mountain Club that had also dropped. The band dropped. And then uh, Evan recently moved to uh, the Carolinas, and uh, we put out some feelers, and Connor came along. And Carolinas. Yeah, and that's, uh, I mean, Brent's been in a bunch of bands, though, too. Too many, too many bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many, or when did the this uh, what, try, ooh, try and Care Again begin? It's been three, four years now? I can't. 20, 2016? Jeez. Maybe? I don't know. I think you kind of lost track. Because when I was in Mountain Club, um, Jay and Nate kind of hit me up and they're like, hey, we wanted to record some songs. Or not record songs, but just like we had these ideas that weren't Hand in the Ocean songs. And so I kind of got together with them and was playing back and forth. And we didn't really have a drummer for the first probably six months of the band. We were just kind of hanging out in uh, Nate's basement, learning songs and, and figuring things out. And then Evan came along. And it kind of really became Try and Care Again, I think, at that point. Mm-hmm. And what about, what about the name Try and Care Again? How, where did that originate? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ryan Kerrigan. Uh, we, I think, I think Nate was playing a little little tune with our friend Ryan Kerrigan, and he's, oh. uh, he used the lyrics <laughs> something with Try and Kerrigan, and Ryan said, Haha, "That sounds like." Ryan Kerrigan. <laughs> and it was, I think, we all agreed. Ryan didn't We all like, agreed. It did sound yeah, like that. Yeah, we all agreed. And Ryan really hated that idea. So we all came together and we said, that makes the idea better. Yeah, better. <laughs> and to this day, Ryan refuses to acknowledge the band, mm-hmm. uh, any of the members of the band. Correct, yep. Shout out to Ryan Kerrigan. Hope he's well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the band name started as a joke to annoy one of your friends. Yeah, yeah, great. And he he also like helped with the. He was like our manager for the old band. Awesome. Like he would help book shows and stuff, which now Brent does. Brent doesn't just play the uh, the bass. He books all all of our shows as well, which we appreciate. We appreciate you, Brent. Everything you do. Uh-huh. 
Shout out to Brent. Everyone say something nice about Brent now. I love Brent. He drove me here. <laughs> Fun fact nice. about Ryan Kerrigan. I sent him an email um, when I was like putting together a 21st birthday party mm-hmm. to see if uh, Hand in the Ocean would play it. Really? Yeah. Did, wow. Wait, did he respond to you? I don't think so. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, no, Ryan. I, I think he, he might have responded, but I think you guys might have said no. <laughs> no, oh, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I have no idea what happened. It's true. This a long time that. ago, boys. <laughs> Jay, what do you have to say about Brent? <laughs> Brent, I'm coming up dry. Uh, <laughs> he's a dad. He's the dad. He's of the a dad. Band. Yeah, he is yeah. a dad. I'm very much a dad of this band and my child. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much a dad of the. He's band the only and my one child. with a kid. Uh, wow. So, but it gives us dad rock status because we got him. <laughs> yes, yeah. Jimmy Buffett, essentially. <laughs> Totally and, different, just for the second. Okay, I'll give it a listen. Just a different feel. It make it, the headphones give a different vibe to the whole it's thing. Scarier, yeah, <laughs> it's scarier. You can really hear yourself. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My spooky now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an echoey noise <laughs> that I'm hearing. It's clenching. Echoey. Uh, so uh, let's talk. Oh no. No. It bumped. Oh. Uh, it was Jay's fault, man. <laughs> Um, so on Facebook, you guys uh, describe yourself as uh, deck rock and patio patio rock. porch rock <laughs> patio porch rock, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm guessing because it's like you can picture yourself on like a summer uh, sitting out on the porch, hanging out with some friends, kicking back some coronaviruses, <laughs> and uh, just enjoying life. Is that is that kind of where that originated? Um, maybe I, we've always had a com- like a super difficult time picking a genre. Yeah, and we had a deck. <laughs> it's impossible yeah, these we days. Were at, at my old house that we had a nice deck. Yeah. So I think maybe that's where it comes from. Uh, I don't know. Did you have any more? You know, <laughs> I don't know. I thought, I thought it was like a mispronunciation of Porsche rock. Because <laughs> oh, right. we all had Porsches when we did mm-hmm. start the band. Wow. <laughs> we've lost them all since. But yeah. I'm more a, of a Lamborghini a guy myself. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you in 2018, you guys released your debut album, Unsolicited Slash Demos. Uh, what was the process of putting this together? Um, I know you guys, you know, have all been in bands throughout your time, uh, but uh, how did you guys have approached this album as compared to uh, albums that you've done in past groups? Uh, different, any different approach? or? Um... On my end, um, it was like a more of a disjointed process where we ended up recording in different spots a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So we went and recorded drums at like a home studio. Boogie. And then, what? With Boogie. With Boogie. Mm-hmm. Troost. Boogie Troost, uh, and then um, recorded drums there, and then it was a longer process of recording the uh, bass and guitar at the 420 house. Mm-hmm. 420 house. 420 East Area house. And, uh, Full I address. Mean, a lot Full of sex. Whoa. Whoa. You don't live there anymore. It's right, fine. Right, right, right. You know, people <laughs> can still go there. It's fine. And um, so I'm, I'm more used to like going into a studio, everyone records their parts, and then we kind of like leave, and someone mixes it. And this one took about a year and a half. Was, was it? It was a year and a half, two years, know. I don't know, a long time, where we kind of like were on and off of recording stuff. And uh, then our friend Jared mixed it, which was like another process. But it turned yeah, out Yeah, recorded great. it too. Yeah. JAL, yeah. Jared Allen Lucas, uh, hit him up. Yeah. He's a great guy, good looking guy. Yeah. And uh, we all another live. good looking guy. Yeah, he does look yeah. Like brother. He's from the UP, so they got strong stock up there. Yeah, and, they do. Uh, they all end up looking pretty good, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's mean, though. <laughs> he's a, you know, once you get to know him, he's real nice. Yeah. Love him to bits. You got that hard, kiss him on the hard shell on the outside. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he uh, he, re- he recorded uh, the, the vocals and uh, guitars and bass. And then mixed everything together. Uh, now he's uh, he's up in the UP. Uh, he, he's booking the casinos up there. So oh, if wow. you ever want to play in the UP, uh, Jared Allen Lucas. Again, that was Jared Allen Lucas. What, what, at, at what casino is that? Um, the uh, the big ones, the <laughs> big ones. <laughs> you know, them. the Sioux casinos, the Sioux casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, guys, look forward to it. The Michael Dupree Variety Hour live at the Sioux Casino. <laughs> Very we'll, soon, we'll get you a deal. <laughs> uh, so that was released in 2018, and uh, uh, since then, have you guys been making any new music? Have you been preparing a new release, perhaps? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we we do. We've got uh, we got some new tracks that we've been uh, working on, and then uh, 
since Connor joined the band uh, last year. Um, you know, it'll be uh, the first uh, recording with him as a drummer, so we're excited about that. Very and, uh, nice. It's a little uh, EP, LP, throwing around a couple names. I, I, Jay wasn't there, but I said maybe Big Big. Big big. Big big. big big. big big. So that could be it. I do like it. Thank you. So big it. big. Uh, keep an Makes eye out for. Think. Yeah, keep an eye out for big big coming out. It's a. T- it's only going to be four songs though. Tiny album. Small. Maybe full album, but four songs. We'll call it a full album. Big big. <laughs> awesome. So let's play a song off of unsolicited slash demos. Uh, what song? What is this first song called? City cop slash cop dog. City cop slash cop dog. What's this one about? Um, how does this one go? Uh, <laughs> I grew up, my dad was on the force, and we, he was always raising canines to sniff out hard drugs, soft drugs, all types of drugs. Wow. And he passed. All the, kinds of drugs. The, not the dad, the dog. The dog did pass. And he was a real city cop cop dog. He was a city cop cop dog, worked for the city of Roy Loke. Uh, Any so, drugs he didn't want to sniff out? Like it was he was any that he was cool about PCP never uh, never hit on PCP oh, for some yeah. reason I don't know why yeah great <laughs> awesome so here's city cop cop dog by trying care again. Very good stuff. Very. Are you okay, Nate? You're, yeah, you're yeah, crying yeah, a little bit. Sorry, <laughs> he loves that song. <laughs> Tough phone call. 
Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, we are joined now by our next guest. He is a crooner, uh, a la Frank Sinatra and Michael Buble. Uh, his name is Dean Linguini. Welcome, Dean. It's nice to meet you, Michael. Oh, How are you? God, you are loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> These pipes don't know when to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's kind of relaxed, like sitting back, and you just got right up to the microphone. Well, when I see a mic, my mouth goes crazy. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, Dean. I know you have a very busy schedule. Busy, yes. But, you know, I got to take some time out of my day to come on down and uh, let the world hear what I have to offer. Yeah, like what? Well, music, jokes, the whole nine. Well, oh, you got some jokes. Oh, let's oh hear, let's I got hear, jokes. Okay. Let's, uh, let's hear one. Here's one. Uh, now, I know it's not very PC, but I'll do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Michael, mm-hmm. why did God make women's feet so small? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. So I could fit the whole thing in my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. All nice. right. Someone must have told you I, <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable with my feet. Oh, are you? <laughs> yes. The, told you that. They're magical little creatures. Because you did not break eye contact with me when as you told that joke. They're magical little creatures. That's how you sell a joke, Michael. Great. <laughs> so uh, you have a storied career as a crooner. Uh, 30 plus years, is that right? 30 plus, yes. Uh, not not 40 plus, though. No, I it's, said 30 plus. So it's between 30 and 40. Between 30 and 40. Great. 33 to be exact. 33, wow. Yes. Uh, and, uh, how did you get your career began? What, what got you interested in being a crooner? Well, as a young boy, I would, uh, listen to records of Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. And I would say to myself, I could do that. Yeah? About all there is to it. <laughs> you don't you have any formal training? No formal training, no. Uh, I find teachers are not good for me. No? No. Why is that? My voice has a uh, a voice of its own, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teachers wanted to muddle it and mold it and form it, and, uh, you know, I just uh, got to let it ride. That was the 80s, yeah? Or that's when, uh, or 80s-ish. 80s-ish. Yeah. Or, uh, I don't like to age myself. No. You did say 33 years, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, now, uh, so... Uh, when you, what was your first gig? What was the first time you kind of made it as a crooner? Oh, that was church. Oh, you didn't as a church. young boy, I would mm-hmm. stand up in the middle of the sermon and just start belting out a tune. <laughs> like any old tune, or was it any uh, related, old tune? It was related to the sermon, or sometimes related to the sermon, sometimes just saying whatever popped into my dome. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything popping into your dome right now? You know, I think I do. Strange beat, but I'll go with it. <laughs> Where is that music coming from? <laughs> Don't worry about it, Michael. I told you, music is a magical thing. <laughs> Little boy, outside of my window, put down your knife. I told you once before, my soul is not for sale. Thank you. That's it. That's all I got for now. I sounded like you st- you ended beautiful. halfway through a verse. <laughs> well, the same the same thing with my sexuality. I like to tease them uh-huh. and uh, then run away. <laughs> run away. Well, not run, just entice them. Mm-hmm. So they're pining for what I got, mm-hmm. and then I kind of simmer on back. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're an interesting guy, Dean. Thank you. It's like when you're cooking a chicken breast. You're boiling on the stove, uh-huh. you put it in for 10 minutes, uh-huh. bring it back up to a boil, mm-hmm. and then you let it simmer back down for another 10 minutes. Are you a cook too? No, I just like boiled chicken breasts. Boiled chicken, that sounds good. Yeah. It, don't it? How do you season your chicken breasts? Salt. Just salt? <laughs> just salt. That's all you need. How much salt? A, a pinch, I, I don't measure. Okay, so not like a whole lot. Not a, no. <laughs> the hell do you think I am, Michael? I don't know. Just seems like you should bo- you should season it with more than just salt. Well, no, I have a very strict diet. Like what? Like boiled chicken. Yeah, but like I don't know how much putting black pepper and maybe some garlic powder on your your chicken would. Listen, 
<laughs> my career, my career, Michael, uh-huh. is based solely on one thing and one thing only, mm-hmm. and that is these sweet, sultry vocal cords. I can't be shoving all sorts of spices and and foods down in them. That's true. Are you a lemon and tea guy? No. Oh, I thought that was like good for the. I drink part lukewarm there. tap water. Nate, Nate's giving a nod. Yeah, yeah. You don't <laughs> want anything with caffeine, though. You know? Yeah. No well, caffeine. Fair enough. Green tea. No caffeine. I just sleep for twelve hours a night. <laughs> really? Yes. You have the time to do that. I have the time. Yeah, I perform at night. Oh, do you perform every night? Uh, give or take. Really? Yeah. Where at? It depends. Uh, wherever they'll have me. Mm-hmm. I do birthday parties. I do bars. I do concerts. I do casinos. I do what have you. So here, here's kind of the elephant in the room. In uh, 30 to 40 years of crooning, uh, you ha- and have released a good 13, 14 up records? Is that 17. Right? 17 records. Uh, not a single one has sold over a hundred copies. Uh, <laughs> wasn't wasn't aware this was going to be assault on my career. <laughs> I thought you were having me on I, to. I, uh, I I I guess my question is uh, if you think that might be related to the fact that each of your songs uh, is only fifteen seconds long and listen is usually about a listen boy. to me, Michael Dupree. Sometimes when inspiration hits. It hits for 15 seconds and no more. Right. I think usually when inspiration hits, you you hit that inspiration, you get it Oh, out, I'm glad then... you know my creative process. <laughs> Thank you. I'm giving constructive criticism, not, not so much as uh, trying to dive into your, your process. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, sometimes 15 seconds is all you need. Well. When you're with me, all you need you is 15 successful? seconds. Do you feel successful? I feel successful in my own right. Mm-hmm. Not with money or women or mm-hmm. fame or money or money, but yeah, I, 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 feel, I feel fulfilled in my own right. Mm, like why? Like why? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> why? Because I'm, I'm doing what I'm I want to do. I feel like I'm being very judgmental. Does anyone else have any questions for Dean Linguini? I think I need, he needs a break from me. Linguini, that's a family name. It is. Oh, wow. wow. Like the dish, Linguini. <laughs> okay. You got any kids? That was the real old uh, No, I, I don't have any kids. That you know of? No, I, I've never, uh, no. <laughs> you never what? I've never gone the full way with a woman. Really? Like I said, I like to tease them. <laughs> well, you're, I splash well, you're a good-looking guy. No, I splash around in the shallow end, and then I just, God. I leave. <laughs> Can you tell me more about the shallow end? Yeah. The shallow end is the part of the uh, okay. the female Careful. anatomy that uh-huh. uh, isn't the whole. Okay. I thought it was going to be your, your time about the feet again. Oh, oh no. that's that's not the shallow end for me. That's the deep end. <laughs> no. <laughs> nothing like a nice little pinky toe. So about nothing, how long would oh, you say? Nothing like a pinky toe. Hold on, Michael. I got <laughs> I to gotta zone in on this one. A pinky toe with that little tiny toenail, mm-hmm. sometimes painted up with a... Uh, with a bright color, like a Mm-mm. like a pink or a neon green. Mm-mm. Ooh, ooh. Are you afraid of the, the the paint chipping off in your mouth? Why would I be afraid of something I long for? <laughs> God, stop staring at me when you talk about feet. Well, you're asking me questions. Who am I supposed to look at? <laughs> I don't know. It's just the way you're looking at me. I guess I don't know. It's maybe I'm imagining your feet. I that was my fear. True. All right. I don't know. You got tight shoes and look like they are. Uh, they are tiny feet. I do have little, little baby feet. Collecting a little sweat. Size nine. Hey, man. You know, bring them out. Let's take a look. No. Yeah, <laughs> no. No, I really. I can't have everyone on my podcast no. asking No, my take feet. your feet out. No. <laughs> yeah. Come you on. Those boys painted it? I don't. They are painted neon pink and green. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Dean Linguini, uh, as a crooner, um, what's your favorite song that you've ever written? My favorite song that I've ever written, mm-hmm. Oh Boy. Do you want to sing it? Do I want to sing it? I think I do. It's hard to hear my own track. <laughs> I'm Dean Laguini. Got a little weenie But you'll never see it 
Cause I'm a tease Pull down my pants Then bring them back up Belt buckle goes back on I ain't gonna fuck you Dean Laguini You'll never see my weenie Hey, that wasn't so bad Just a small taste for you That was a... That was a good, uh, a good length. Thank you. Actually, that's a good amount of song. A good length. I've never heard that before. <laughs> no. But I wish I had. Oh, well, you just did. Thank you. Congratulations. Not, not exactly what I was hoping to hear it for, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh man, what about what about rude, extremely rude computer? <laughs> uh, what about you, uh, Dean Linguini? Do you have any questions for Try and Care again? Oh, I most certainly do. Now, as a band, how do you uh, individually work with others? Because I'm uh, what's known as difficult. I just, I'm wondering, uh, what's your process like working with a a band full of other people? It's a lot of yelling, Mm -hmm. a lot of booze. Fist fights. Yeah, a lot of of fighting. You guys fight a lot. And then we... Then usually we end up hugging. Mm-hmm. Aww. Sometimes. Fights that turn into hugs. Yeah. I do all four of those things, and I got to tell you, I ain't never had a band in my life. <laughs> it's all about how you look at the feet. You got to be open to all types of feet, you know? We got all types of feet here, four guys. Oh, let me tell you, I'm open to feet. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> I open my mouth to feet. Uh-huh. I open my hands to feet. What is with the, why 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 what why? Why are you so not only into feet but so open about it? Well, is there nothing you're passionate about, Michael? DeFee? There are a lot of things I'm passionate about. When and don't you want to tell the world about them? Not when it comes to uh stuff that belongs in the bedroom. Feet don't belong just in the bedroom. Uh-huh. Feet belong everywhere. I think shoes are God's greatest sin for this world. This just isn't expecting where I was. Ex- this is not where I was expecting this interview to go. I, I was, was not expecting it to go this way either. But you're asking That's questions. Like the first and bringing thing that stu- came out of your mouth was talking about sucking on feet. I made a joke, and you wanted to pry. <laughs> this isn't a foot podcast. No, not anymore. Oops. Oh, we, the, we got the wrong room, guys. Sorry. Oh no. <laughs> if it were a foot podcast. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, hey, you establish rules. I'll follow them. What a nice guy. I'll tiptoe around with my. I get it. My big old feet. I get it. I get okay. it. You're you're shorting out my microphone with your, your smut talk. Do you want me to hold that for you? No. Okay. I don't know where your hands have been. They've been on feet. Okay. Yeah. Great. Oh man. Well, let's move on to our next song, <laughs> shall we? Uh, what is this next song called? Which one are we playing? No. <laughs> is it from Unsolicited, the second one? No, uh, let's do uh, Drunk Jam. Drunk Jam. Drunk Jam. Yeah. What's yeah. this one about? This one's a little throwback. It's acoustic. Um, it's just uh, me and Jay, and uh, we, uh, we're jamming and drinking. Very nice. Uh, so here is Drunk Jam by Trying Kerrigan. Other than putting up with what they're putting down, cause you haven't gained anything at all. I saw. A different way that clouded everything In the distant haze I couldn't bring 
myself to cross through And I saw what you meant When you told me that I hadn't been Living up to all the hype Dreaming ways To carry yourself down Mentally unbound Keep telling yourself Everything's just sound And we vibrate in different ways Vibrate in different ways So much for the days you Wanted me to stay But I had to get away I couldn't find The anchors to keep playing Partitions that we raised to be fine. Yes, I'm finally home. Dark room, dark throne. Finally home Dark room, dark throne Heck yeah <laughs> Yeah uh, Guys, uh, before we move on to our next and final segment uh, We have a quick uh, sketch uh, or a quick uh, update for you I'm not, I don't think I'm supposed to call them that uh, uh, Dinah Jones, our good friend Dinah Jones, she has uh, pivoted to uh, investigating cold cases in the in the lieu of murder podcasts and all that stuff, uh, becoming super popular. So uh, let's bring it over to her. She's got a brand new segment called Dinah Jones's Cold Case. Take it away, Dinah. Hello, this is Dinah Jones with Dinah Jones Cold Case. Dun dun. Tonight on Dinah Jones Cold Case, we'll be going through talking to those who were there the night of the Pug Patropacy. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, I've made up a new word because no words could ever, 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 ever tell you what could have happened that night of the Pug Patropacy. First, we'll be talking with groom of the wedding, James Jameson. He said he had never seen the pug. Who put the pug in the tuxedo? And why was it there? James Jameson, how do you feel? And what would you have to say about the abandonment and neglect of pugs the pug? I think it's terrible what people are doing to pugs these days. Now, Mr. Jameson, uh, there's a little bit of a target on your head in this cold case due to the fact that it was your wedding. It was my wedding, Dinah, and I don't think that I should be being scrupulized for this when I was preoccupied with my wedding. I know the pug may have ruined my wedding, but I didn't hold any ill will towards it. The pug! The pug was not the one who decided to be neglected. It was upon the wedding party to make sure that this animal was indeed safe. That's right, Dinah. I think uh, you should be looking at my, my, my brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law? He's the one who was supposed to watch the pug before he went mysterious. Interesting. Fortunately enough for our story, Mr. Jameson's brother-in-law, Picasso Socasso, is here with us tonight. 
Hokaso Sokaso, would you please shed some light on this terrible, terrible cold case? Eh, shibbity na tambourine. Bullshit. You know it's bullshit, Picasso. Shibbity con clavicol. Whoa, alright, well hold on here because the pug didn't put himself there. Somebody put that pug there and we're getting down to it. Well, so it was your father. So he's pointing my fingers at my father. At your father, Mr. Senior Jane Jameson. And he rented the tux. He rented the tux from Steve Paddock's. Oh my God! That ain't right, Dinah. See, have it, big pugarino into the toilet. Oh, and the pug. That's how the pug was moist that night. It seems as though you knew the whole time, Mr. No, Jameson. No, you knew the whole no, time. No. The tears of the shame. <gasps> and the tears come down quicker than the rain from the clouds. Wow. Never would I have thought in my whole years of journalism would I have thought of solving this cold case so quickly. Mr. Jameson, now that you and your father will be going to prison for 25 lifetimes, what could you possibly have to say for yourself? I love my wife, Dinah. I love my wife. Too bad she's off screwing her yoga instructor. Tune in next week when we talk about Jimmy Hoffa. I'm Dinah Jones. Awesome. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, well, guys, uh, we are nearing the end of our delicious uh, show here. <laughs> but before we go, it's time for us to play a freaking game. Uh, a game, you say? Yeah, that's right. A game. This game is called... Where is my... There it is. Could my prize be bus fare back to Lansing? This game is called Beetle Expert or X-Beetle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> In this game, I will give you a name. Uh, and you have to tell me if that is the name of a scientist who specializes in the study of the insect beetle, uh, the beetle insect, you know, you know the one, or if they were a, a former member, lesser known former member of the uh, rock band, the Beatles. Have you heard of them? Ugh. <laughs> Not a fan <laughs> of the Beatles? No. Well, are you at least familiar with the members of the Beatles? Yeah. Yep. Then you should do okay right. in this... <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to, you guys, in round one, you guys will each have your own uh, question. No assistance. But you can deliberate over it. You can think about it. Uh, all right. Uh, so let me, well, let me pull up my uh, special music here. Baby. My special music. All right. Mm, let's start with this side of the table. Connor, That your name is Michael Whiting. Is he? Beetle expert or an ex beetle? I know this answer. Yeah? That's the drummer of the Beatles. Oh, I am so sorry, actually. The correct where's my where's my right wrong answer ding? Where's my wrong answer ding? So close. There it is. Wrong answer. Actually, Michael Frank Whiting is the director of the Brigham Young University DNA Sequencing Center and an associate professor in BYU's Department of Integrative Biology. Whiting is an expert on the evolution of diptera and other insects and has also written on why the critics of the Book of Mormon on a basis of DNA issues have overstated their case. He's a Mormon beetle scientist. Is he uh, local? Because I'm looking for an exterminator. Uh, I don't think that's what he does. Okay. <laughs> I think he does quite the opposite of that. Would he know somebody? Um, he well, might. He might. Man. You know what? I'll, I'll hit him up. All right. If I ever see a beetle in my house, I'll so just unfortunately, squish him with my bare feet. <laughs> unfortunately, Connor, you are eliminated from the competition. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I forgot to mention that. One wrong answer, you're out, baby. Oh, wow. All right. Dang. Thanks uh, for having me. Brent, your question is, 
or your name is Pete Best. Is he an ex-Beatle or a Beatle expert? I'm going to go with Beatle expert. He, you think Pete Best was a Beatle expert? Yes. Oh, oh so sorry, yeah. Brent. Uh, Pete Randolph Pete Best is actually an English musician known for having been the Beatles' original drummer prior to prior to their achieving worldwide fame. He is the suspect. Uh, he is also the subject of a comedy play called Best about a fictional scenario where he was the one who became famous and the rest of the group became one-hit wonders. Wow. Oh, sorry, so guys. Brent, I apologize. You are also eliminated from competition we'll and will not be receiving the prize, which I forgot to mention is a smooch from Dean Laguini. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I've been moistening up my lips this whole time, yes, boys. Yes, you have. Very, you, you, yes, enough lip gloss, I think. I think so. Your lip gloss is popping. Uh, <laughs> all right. Next up, uh, Nate, you are next, and your name is Norman Chapman. Wait, 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 wait. There we go. Norman Chapman, is he an ex-Beatle or an Beatle expert? Uh, Norman Chapman mm-hmm. is a, uh, a Beatle expert. Oh, so sorry. Actually, Norman Chapman is an ex-Beatle. Uh, he was the drummer for the band when they were known as the Silver Beatles, but only played three shows with the group in June 1960 before he left due to being called up for national service. He died of cancer in 1995. R.I.P. R.I.P. Long, long fulfilled life of not having been a Beatle. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So far, we're three for three for losers on this game. <laughs> we're, we're pretty big losers. Hey, we just want that smooch, man. <laughs> yeah, you're getting it. You'll get it from me. But Dean Linguini smooch is very special. <laughs> oh, it's uh, special, all right. All right. Because I use my feet. All right. All right. Donald, all right, sorry. Jay, your question, your name is Donald Weber. Is he an ex-Beatle or a Beatle expert? Okay. Certainly uh, armored thick skin. Probably used to pushing big balls of shit around. I do have to, okay, I just had that kind of He was a Beatle expert. Page. Wikipedia is That's correct. I misclicked job. several times, so the suspense Come was on. built. That is correct. Uh, Donald Weber is a beetle expert. He's a research entomologist with a focus in insect ecology with a commitment to improvement of pest management. His website also has lots of pictures of stink bugs on it, which made me very uncomfortable when I was doing the research and work on this game. <laughs> and Dean Linguini, you are next. Wait, our... but the prize is a kiss from me. You know how to kiss yourself. <laughs> Let's not get ourselves here. How about we make a wager, Michael? Oh, no. If I win, I'll take off these little shoesies of mine. <laughs> you pucker up and kiss the bottom of my right foot. All right. Jay seems very good at this game. So if you're able to beat Jay, yes, I will kiss the base of your foot. Oh, boy. How does that sound? Jay, Stakes I... are high. Really counting on you here. And don't you you're very close. You can, I'm not looking you at your see, screen, Michael. You can see my answers. <laughs> all right. Uh all right. <clears throat> Dean Linguini. The name that you will be deliberating over is Chaz Newby. Is he an ex Beatle or a Beatle expert? Chaz Newby. Doesn't necessarily sound like a dweeb. Sounds like a musician. But my heart of hearts is telling me he's a Beatle expert. Oh, so sorry. 
sorry. Actually, Chaz Newby was an ex-Beatle. He was briefly the basis for the Beatles for several gigs, uh, and he only played for four shows. Uh, well, that hardly counts. Well, he was in it. He's on their Wikipedia. Uh, however, John Lennon asked him to continue to be in the band for four shows, or for the, the next tour, but Newby chose to return to university. Uh, this led to Paul McCartney reluctantly becoming the bassist. He's now So a mem- I was right. He is a fucking dweeb. Yes. <laughs> he is now a member of the Quarrymen, which is a re- reincarnated version of the band that was a precursor to the Beatles. So, you know, roundabout way, he kind of was a Beatle after all. Oh, boy. Which means, Jay, you are our winner. Hooray. Congratulations. You get a big old smooch from Dean Linguini. Uh, but just uh, for a lightning round, I want to see uh, how good you really are. Uh, for each correct answer you get on this re- lightning round, you get an additional kiss <laughs> from Dean Linguini. All right. Uh, how does that sound? Do you, do you like? All right. Maybe additional seconds. Uh, da, 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 da. There you go. A long kiss. Long. Yeah, yeah. Let's add additional. St- uh, for each one you get right, uh, you get an additional three seconds of kiss from Dean Linguini. Oh boy! All right, oh, yeah. so you already got three uh, for your initial answer. Uh, so once, uh, so I'm just gonna give you a name, rapid fire, and you gotta tell me if it was a Beatle expert or, or a, an ex Beatle. Sound good? Good. Are you ready? Ready. Are you prepared? Yes. <laughs> this is the song's loading up. Don't worry. Here we go. Okay. John Caponera. Uh, Beetle expert. That's correct. T. D. Wyatt. Wait. I can't hear you. <laughs> Say it again. Beetle expert. That's correct. Tommy Moore. Beetle band musician. That is correct. Ringo Starr. Beetle. That Beetle. is correct. Beetle. <laughs> Donald Hall. Beetle musician. Incorrect. Shit. Uh. Stuart Sutcliffe. Oh, I keep going. Uh, Beetle. Uh, uh, incorrect. He was an ex-Beatle, former bass guitar vocals. Stuart Peck. Beatle scientist. That is correct. Dwayne McKenna. Beatle scientist. That is correct. You're really good at this. Christopher Brooks. <laughs> Beatle man music. Incorrect. And finally, Jimmy Nickel. Beatle music. That is correct. Wow. Wow, that's a long wow. smooch. Good thing I did my mouth stretches. Seven. You got seven of those ten right. seconds. I'd say you are a Beatle or ex-Beatle. You're a Beatle expert or ex-Beatle expert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, wow, that was a stunning performance. Uh, I'd say, are you a fan of the Beatles? No. Okay. <laughs> are you a fan of the Beatles? Uh, it's just the name, the English, you know, they really stick to a small group of names. That's true. They're a dense group of folks. They are, they're either John. <laughs> Predictable. Uh, Strategic player. Damn English. <laughs> Very Lock, great. Man. Wow. Well, congratulations. You win a, what's seven times three? 21, 24. 21 linguinis. 24 <laughs> yeah, linguinis. Time, you win a 24 second kiss. No, it's 21, isn't it? Well, the t- you got the 21 you, the first from kiss that. is already three seconds. Yes. Oh, I so, am, in I'm addition the to your now. first. So, sorry, Brent. No, I totally understood. But yeah, 24 second kiss. Uh, we can. Let's do it right now. Throw a pinch uh, of salt in make... there. All right. Can we put some music? I'm going to lean in real right, slow, like. One second. Now, I know kisses are normally on the mouth, but given our, you know, our past conversation over the last hour or so, I think maybe if you want to slip off your shoes, uh, I could uh, do this the right way. Okay, I'm not really used to that. Yeah. Oh, there it is. A naked foot. Oh, God. All right. It's hot. Sure is hot in here, huh? Just going to lean down real real slow-like. Okay. I'm going oh. <laughs> to start with a few pecs just to, just so you know what you're getting yourself in. Don't go too crazy. you got 24 seconds starting now. Ah, that Prego sauce is still hot. Mm. Mm. 
lint in there. Oh no. This was a mistake. <laughs> Slurp it. Oh, Dean's making Laguini. <laughs> still got several seconds. Oh, I'm spent. He's no, spent. <laughs> that's four seconds he still didn't get of his prize. Oh, I'll give him to you later, I swear. <laughs> oh, God. You're such a failure. Jay, how you feeling? Uh, I gotta call my, my ex-wife. <laughs> she your ex-wife I gotta now? go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you so much for playing Beetle Expert or Ex-Beetle Jay. Sorry your prize was so premature. Premature, some say too intense. I'm really glad. Uh, you know what? As much as I hated that, I'm really glad I didn't see Dean win that and just make out with his foot. Well, email me. You might see it later anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, thank you guys all so much for being on the show today. Uh, try and care again. Uh, where can people find more from you? Uh, on bandcamp.tryandcareagain.com. Oh, yeah. And uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. PJ's Lager House. The with, best. With tree skin and spring training and us. Mm-hmm. Heck, yeah. Come on out. So if you, you want to have a... Sexy date at the shoes PJ's are optional. House. Mm-hmm. Shoes optional. Mm-hmm. Always Great. optional at PJ's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being on the show. And uh, Dean, uh, anything you would like to plug? I'd like to plug my mouth with your feet, Michael. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you knew I should have worded that differently. <laughs> Oh, brother. Uh, well, thank you guys all so much for being on the show today. What is this last song that you guys will be playing for us called? Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, this last one's Butthouse. 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 But butts. But <laughs> with one T, comma, house. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Oh, well, thank you guys so, all so much for being on the show today. We will be back next week with the band, the trio, uh, uh, the abstract, ambient, uh, prog rock, jazz trio, Asclepius. Uh, back, have fun. Woo woo. Uh, here is Butt House by Try and Care Again. Thank you.
Michael Debris Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Amp Podcast Network. If you like what you heard today, give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. And uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow, that was great.